Today on the pod, we're going to disprove the old saying that all press is good press. That's right. We're taking a look at some of the worst marketing fails in the past few years. Plus, we'll be talking about what valuable marketing lessons we can learn from these blunders. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Growth Marketing for Martians. I am your host, Jeff Lambert. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of paying attention to your marketing. The devil is in the details, and it's very important to pay attention to what message you're putting out there and what you're actually saying, because it can reflect poorly on your brand. We're going to discuss some of the uh, important factors to remember as you go through and approve different content pieces for promoting your company. And we're going to talk about some companies that did not pay attention to these details and paid a price for it. So to discuss the topic, I've invited Risen's design director, Nicole Mayna, to the studio. Nicole, how are you today? Hi, fantastic, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's let's jump right in and talk about, you know, I think there's an attitude sometimes, you know, all attention is, is good attention, but that's certainly not the case in, you know, an era where we're always tuned in, you know, where there's no off switch mm-hmm. to the exposure that we get as brands. Can you talk about some things that can go wrong when you're planning your marketing efforts and putting content out there? What are the common culprits? Sure. So I think first and foremost is, is people forgetting the audience. So you want to remember who exactly it is that you're marketing to, right? Does your campaign speak to them or just simply at them? Um, and another thing is letting create, uh, creativity and, and being unique kind of overshadow um, demographics, social content, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's also the big deal of bad timing. So pay attention to what's going on in the world, right? When, when, when major societal events happen, just like COVID-19 or the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, you really need to assess your existing strategy to see if it's appropriate or, or, or has become tone deaf in a sense. Um, and really pay attention to that. Uh, if you're straying too far from, from your brand personality is, is another big deal. Authenticity is really key. So keep that in mind. Yeah, those are four very good points to remember if you're a brand and you're putting out content because any of those are going to lead to negative press for you. And mm-hmm. we've talked in previous you know, episodes. I remember Rod was on about four months ago with our previous uh, podcast, Inbound Academy, and we were talking about the uh, Peloton fiasco. Remember the, the Christmas yes. gift? And of course. that uh, brought attention to the company, but it also led to a real backlash in terms of you know, who, who's writing these things and, and who's this for, this message? And, it, you know, exactly. it, I don't think it helped them in the long run and they've really had to pay the price for it. So mm-hmm. that leads us into talking about some examples of when companies did not pay attention to these four examples that you gave, you know, forgetting their audience, being too creative that nobody gets it or having bad timing or just you know, not being yourself, straying from your brand message or your personality. So why don't we go ahead and jump into one? Let's talk about the background. Let's talk about, you know, what went wrong, what they forgot. And I guess maybe if you can throw in a lesson that should be learned from this, you know, that we as marketers can take away, that would be good too. So yeah, let's start off with an example. What do you have for us, Nicole? All right. So 
Uh, the first on the list is a crash course of what not to do for, for influencer marketing. Where okay. It's a bit of a, a throwback. Um, we're talking about Scott Disick's Botea fiasco. Now, that happened a bit ago, but <laughs> but uh, back in 2016, really influencer marketing was still pretty new. Uh, there weren't as many requirements for influencers to define what an ad is and what it isn't. Um, if you don't know who Scott Disick is, this is you know big reality TV star, Kourtney Kardashian's ex, if you will. Uh, and he posted a particularly uninspired ad to Instagram. Uh, he captioned his photo with the exact email the marketer sent him. Uh, so it read, <laughs> quote, unquote, here you go at 4 p.m. right below. And the caption is, keep up with my summer workout routine with my morning Butera shake. And it was written word for word from whatever the marketer sent him. Oh, my um, goodness. So, you know, there was some backlash. Followers were, were quick to, to really mock him for the caption and pointed out that the post was obviously an ad. Uh, it didn't look good for the brand or for him. Um, so, you know, he, it was kind of, a, kind of a weak point for him there. Um, but definitely a lesson learned. Uh, when it comes to influencer marketing, make sure to find someone who is a good fit for your brand and passionate about the product um, because, you know, people can't tell when it's fake. Trust us on that. Yeah, absolutely. That violates number one, kind of forgetting your audience. I mean, I, I don't know if it was Boutte's, uh, you know, fault per se, because, you know, they sent <laughs> the script. It was really Scott Disick or his people who just didn't like look at what they were copy pasting on the post, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but, but it would hurt him because now he's going to be seen as someone who's not being authentic. Obviously, you know, that shows that he's not using the product. You know, he's not passionate about it. He's basically just collecting a paycheck. Exactly. It, exactly. It. Yeah. So the backlash was, wasn't severe, but you know, it, it was a kick to be though for sure. And, and the brands, of course, <laughs> All that money, because I'm sure that was not a cheap spend to, you know, to hire Scott Disick to to plug your product uh, yeah, on social media. Yeah, that's another thing. Influencer marketing is expensive. So. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, make sure that you're doing some quality control on who you're hiring mm -hmm. to to really push your product. Absolutely. All right, Nicole, let's talk about another example. Is is there another one that you have of companies kind of forgetting the four rules you mentioned about really paying attention to the details of their marketing? Oh, yes, there's so many, but we'll go with this one. Uh, <laughs> Norwegian Cruise Line um, experienced some stormy waters, if you will, after COVID hit. Um, so this one is, quote unquote, feel free to feel more campaign. Oh, no. uh, NCL tried to pretend COVID wasn't a big deal. Uh, and, you know, their tone deaf uh, cash grab in March really turned people off. Uh, their commercial aired during a CNN segment about people isolated on the Grand Princess cruise ship because of uh, the coronavirus cases. Oh, my. Um, yeah. The ad meant to encourage guests to free themselves with a well-deserved vacation on their terms. Um, now, you're saying this aired during a CNN segment about people being stuck on a cruise? That's correct. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what was the? Yeah. Uh, there had to be some interesting backlash on this one, right? Oh yeah, you can you can be sure the ad inspired a lot of angry angry uh, Twitter feedback about NCL's cancellation policy. Um, 
it was also uh, later discovered that NCL instructed sales agents to tell customers that coronavirus cannot survive in tropical climates, oh which my. is not true, obviously. Right. Um, uh, they, they clearly were, were willing to put their customers at risk, which is uh, a short-term strategy for major long-term consequences. Sure. Um, so that, that was a big deal. So <laughs> is there lesson a, learned. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the, I mean, obviously this is, this is tone deaf to the max, but. Uh, oh yes, very bad. I guess if you could sum this up into a nice little nugget, what's, what's the lesson we can learn from NCL's big failure on this one? Yeah. So you definitely want to put your customer's health and safety first, of course, yes. and skip the opportunistic uh, cash grabs, you know, it makes you look tacky and and really unreliable. So. Yeah, this goes back to the bad timing thing. Like you said, you know, pay attention mm-hmm. to what's happening societally. You know that news stories are being run, and not even just for your brand, but for like there were other cruise ships with people literally stranded, you know, and running out of food. And I remember there were issues on one, I think it was with Carnival, with the plumbing on the ship. So there was like issues, you know, in the bathrooms and, and people right. are seeing this and then they're going to watch an ad encouraging you to take <laughs> a cruise. Like, come on. What a horrible situation. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Perfect example of just paying attention to the, to the world around you. And you know, that actually kind of ties into, I think the third example you're going to share with us. Mm-hmm. We had a previous conversation and I remember this one because uh, yeah. you know, this, this was recent and it was big. So can you give us the details of another? Another very tone-deaf marketing decision from a major company. Oh, yes. So this is the iconic uh, Pepsi Kendall Jenner fail. <laughs> um, so here, Pepsi really wanted to equate their product as a culturally unifying force. But they got a white reality star and model Kendall Jenner to mediate a standoff between a Black Lives Matter protester and police by offering the police officer a can of Pepsi. Now, yeah, BLM activists criticized the software company, as you can imagine, saying uh, it trivialized a very, very serious matter of police brutality and racism. Um, And and six months later, uh, Pepsi co-president Brad Jakeman stepped down, telling at age this thought was the most gut-wrenching experience of my career, is what wow. he said. So the, yeah. the commercial actually led to someone resigning. That's, uh, yes. I mean, the, the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The, the enormity mm-hmm. of this uh, mm-hmm. oversight, obviously, I think probably warranted, like it was a good thing he stepped down, but my goodness. Right. But what's, <laughs> oh, what, what, what's the lesson here, Nicole? Yeah, so I think this one is the obvious one. Don't try to capitalize off of serious issues like this. Uh, you know, by failing to approach the matter of BLM uh, police protests with a nuanced view, really Pepsi made themselves look in, in, ignorant and tone deaf in a big way. Sure. Um, yeah. And one last thing on that, the ad was done in-house, not by a marketing agency. So. Oh, my gosh. So there's there's no excuse here. Like they had full control yeah. of the entire process. It's not like, you know, Butte, like we said in the beginning, sent, doing their mm-hmm. part, sending the message and then having the influencer mess it up. Like they they produced exactly. this this uh this crime against humanity <laughs> in-house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My exactly. goodness. Well, yeah. those are three really good examples, Nicole, of businesses that really forgot 
you know, the details of their marketing and, you know, paying attention to those finer points of how is this going to be perceived. And, you know, overall, do you have any maybe last words of advice that we could provide in terms of businesses avoiding these types of marketing uh, blunders and oversights? Yeah, absolutely. So some key takeaways for sure. Focus on your key demographic, first and foremost. Second, pay attention to timing and societal context. Um, Third, be authentic. Be authentic. Absolutely. Uh, Fourth, yeah. The fourth, proof your campaign. This is so, so, so important. Proof your campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Second to last, have a diverse marketing team to to get different points of views. You, You need that different point of view. Um, have them have them um, go through it with you and give their opinions. And lastly, consider working with a marketing agency if you're not confident about your in-house team. So turn Absolutely. to the experts. <laughs> turn to, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't try and do it in-house and make sure you have, like you said, I really like that second to last one you mentioned about get different perspectives on your message. You know, mm-hmm. going back to the Peloton fiasco, if you're writing an ad that targets women, Make sure you have some women that are involved in the process to really kind of, you know, make sure the idea is sound. Oh, man. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on to talk about these specific examples. And just as a quick plug to our customers, remember, Risen does offer services that uh, can help you in this regard if you're dipping your toe into any sort of marketing efforts to make sure that you keep your message on track. But overall, hey, thank you for joining us for another episode. And Nicole, thank you for coming by and discussing this topic. Yeah, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me again. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Growth Marketing for Martians a weekly podcast all about tomorrow's business growth tips today. This podcast is brought to you by Risen, a revenue growth firm focused on innovative strategies and proven tactics to help scale your business. Learn more about how they can help you by visiting www.gorisen.com or follow their adventures on social media. Profile links are in the show notes. Thanks for your support and keep on reaching for the stars.